Hello people. Welcome to People's Stories. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host Priyanka Oja and I hope you enjoy the session. Hey everyone, a very warm welcome to today's episode of People's Stories. Finally, after a long, long try, we have been able to connect technically um, to record this particular episode. I'm super, super excited about it because today we are not going to talk about a profession, but rather about a topic which is very, very close to a lot of people's heart, and the topic is equality. And today I have in the get in the studio two guests um, who are my friends from here in Germany, and I absolutely love their company. The names are Akshay Batra and Yara Kudarova. A very very warm welcome to both of you. Hey Priyanka, uh, thank you so much. Um, been hearing your uh, podcasts for a while uh, during walks and my vacation in Portugal, so it was amazing. <laughs> um, so you're doing a great job, and uh, thank you for making us a part of it. Thank you so much, Akshay. Hello, Priyanka. Um, as well, thank you that I can be part of uh, the podcast, and I'm very excited about the topic. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I am too, and I, I absolutely look forward to your contribution. So, for everybody um, to be a little aware, let's just create a backdrop. So, what we are going to do is um, this topic is you know something that we keep discussing in all our meetings and parties that we do and so we came across this idea of having like a survey around it um so we created a survey we circulated it and we have quite some responses now which we are going to discuss during our um conversation of course um just a little introduction about the panel so not like a panel but we are a group of friends i already mentioned and we are going to talk about the topic so um my name is priyanka as you already know i have been uh, working in germany uh, at the moment but i have also worked in india um i've been professionally um, occupied since the last 5 years I'm 29 years old. I am an Indian by origin, so born and spoiled in India. But at the moment, I'm living in Germany, uh, very culturally um, exposed, I would say. So I'm absolutely loving everything that's coming along, uh, and I look forward to our conversation today. So um, I am Akshay, as uh, Priyanka introduced. Um, I am also born and spoiled. I, I would not say I was spoiled in India, but I was spoiled in in some other countries. Um, but then, uh, when I was adult, young adult at 21, I moved to US, um, and that's uh, that's where I actually became, you know, as an independent adult uh, for the first time. Um, and then in 2017, I had an opportunity to be in Germany, um, and um, and I've been in Germany ever since. So I've been, I have a diverse background. I've been born and brought up with a lot of women around. Um, so I have that sort of a feminine side uh, as well. Um, and yeah, and that brings me um, to Germany. I've been working for like five years, uh, partly in US and partly in India, or partly in Germany. I've never worked in India. Um, and yeah, that that's my background. So I'm Jana Kudolova. As you can hear on the name, uh, my origin is Slovak. And uh, I came to Germany, it's uh, more than 10 years ago, to study with a scholarship. I was, uh, or I, I still am very independent. Um, and now in my age of almost 34, I'm developing new perspectives <laughs> on... <laughs> 
how is it to be independent as a woman and is it really helpful or what does it do with me when I think about establishing a family? So mm -hmm. I'm very much looking forward to the topic today. Absolutely. I am also looking forward to our discussion and anybody who wants to get into the responses, wants to see it directly, I will be sharing it on all the platforms accessible to me. So feel free to go there and look at the responses yourself. But for now, um, so we have close to or exactly to so to be very precise, we have 139 responses out of which 71.9% are females. So it's female driven. 26.6% are male and a few people have preferred not to say. So um, before we dive deep into discussing the topic, I just want to say that the idea here is not to um, hurt anybody's in, in intents or, you know, to uh, point out to a specific group of people. Um, let's come to the first question, uh, which is a more subjective one, which the, and the question is, um, there's a condition that we had in the question, which means if uh, you are a homemaker and the homemaker could be a male or female. At first, this in itself creates a, a lot of topic to be discussed. But then uh, there is a hypothetical situation that we have. And it says, if someone would absolutely efficiently take care of your family, kids and home, would you like to do a job? So this is basically for people who are homemakers. And if given a choice, would they want to work or not? Um, fifty-six point eight percent people say yes. Twenty percent people say no, and twenty-three percent people say not applicable. So, what do you guys think now, Yana and Akshay, uh, about this particular response? I, I feel like it's not too um, like the 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 answer here is uh, is not too diverse, right? Like you will expect um, that a lot of women in twenty-first century want to work and since our data points are predominantly women uh, in the in the survey um, you can see that there is a majority of uh, um, uh, majority of the women that would like to do a job because it's being having a job is more you know like of a sense of individuality and and who they are uh, you know like so defining themselves through job um, and and self-worth kind of uh, points come into the picture so it's i mean i was almost expecting more more than 56 percent to be honest but uh, uh but a lot of uh, yeah but i mean uh, like i said it's an indian centric approach uh, as well here so uh. from my point of view and this is like subjectively um seeing uh, or uh, reviewing uh, the result i think it's great that uh, women are indicating Think, yes, we want to work, we want to be independent uh, and self-reliant in that sense. I can totally understand it because if I think about me, so even in a partnership or in a marriage, I would prefer to have kind of a control over, you know, uh, when I do the decision making um, and uh, um, yeah, the life can bring different situations. Maybe the partnership is not working out anymore and uh, yeah, in, in that sense, uh, um, thinking about like uh, parting base and seeing it as a possibility, I think as a woman, I can imagine from my perspective, I would have more like voicing myself, you know, without mm -hmm. seeing it. Yeah. So. And I mean, I would just like to add something to it. So basically, um, even if even if your partnership, for example, um, is going on very, very smoothly, 
um, and you there is no such situation even then I feel uh, a lot of females would want to be financially independent only only because of the reason that you feel more confident then you know you feel more confident to take your own decisions you you feel more confident um, to be able to do whatever you want to do and uh, when we were discussing this particular, as Akshay already mentioned, uh, we were discussing this topic and uh, then this discussion on need and want came. Um, and then uh, we basically were discussing whether females who decide to not work, um, is it their choice or are they brought up in a way that they eventually decide to, you know, give more importance and preference to their family, to their relationship? Um I do not say it's bad, but um, the thing is, is it your choice or is it, you know, coming from somewhere else? So what do you guys have to say about it? I mean, there, there, there is for sure a kind of conditioning uh, that drives your decision making when you become an adult and it, you, you have certain mentors as a child um, and, uh, you know, like uh, people surrounding you. So if you have examples like for me, I have like women around me. I have no example that are not working, you know, like I like people or women close to me. So for me, it has not even a question it, 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 like the uh, to to work is, is like a more or less an, uh, a necessity or 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 a desire. Um, but I know like some friends of mine um, uh, and, and wives of whom have um, have this sort of upbringing that it's very normal to not work and they are um, they're okay with it, even when they're in countries like, you know, first world countries like Germany or US. So it's, it's, it definitely conditions you um, uh, as a upbringing as a child. And then you really think it's your decision because, you know, like you, you were already told so since the child. And then like at the end, when you don't work, then it's really makes feel, make it feel like it's your decision. Um, but yeah, I mean, that exists and through education, from external sources in this case is is the way to go uh, and we can hit upon those topics towards the later part of the questions where education can change a lot of lot of things here if i bring my specific background um into this so my mom was a housewife let's say so she was not working and my dad was the bread taker or um, bread uh, maker and uh, if I think about it, you know, who was uh, inspiring me or who was driving me to be independent, it was actually my dad. <laughs> he was kind of, uh, his upbringing was in a way, gonna be independent, you know, don't depend on a man. Even uh, in the uh, situation of uh, my parents, uh, it was actually that my mom was dependent on my dad, um, especially in financial matters. And, uh, I think that this background as well has moved me, actually, um, to to see the situation of my mom and to say, uh, to like review, okay, I, I don't want that. And I think even the inspiration or the um, discussions I had with my dad uh, helped me to build up the self-confidence. So, so the self-confidence even came from my dad, who wanted yeah. the best for me. Mm -hmm. so. I mean, I've also seen this in a lot of my friends and in fact, for myself as well. I mean, uh, I, I to, to whatever I am, I contribute a very big portion of it to my grandfather, actually. Uh, so uh, for me also, it's it's coming from a male person. And honestly speaking, 
um i don't know if we are sounding in a way that we do not want females to not be financially uh, to be uh, yeah to be financially oh, sorry to be not financially independent it's not like that the only thing is if it is your own choice i mean if you yourself decide that okay i do not want to work um it's totally fine and it's not only for females it's for males as well i mean i think it's it's actually more for males because i know a few guys who would not want to work but because of the societal pressure and because of the you know the the stigma around males being the breadwinner you know um uh, they have to work so i think it should be it should be a choice and it should be your choice so if if it is allowed i mean if it's coming from you it's it's totally fine whatever you decide to do uh, why did i say earlier that the topic is very very driven uh, i mean a lot of people are driven by this particular topic is because out of the 139 responses that we have and these were not mandatory questions 106 people have responded to it so they took the effort to write their responses which is really interesting and the questions are so the first question is what according to you will help with the equality between male and female so what are those things that will help in you know the there being an equality between male and females and there are some very very interesting responses that we have um of course we don't know who has answered those quest those um things but for example somebody says this starts while raising kids so one should make children understand from the very start that both the genders are equal um or somebody also has this opinion that uh, why do we need to compare and question about equality both are independently different and happy person this question itself makes females lesser than what they are and makes male males more superior than they are um so yeah there is a, there are a lot of mixed responses but i mean overall i think uh, it's it's driven more towards you know education more towards upbringing uh, mutual understanding and those kind of topics so akshay and yana please share your opinion on what can we do about equality and if there are like some comments that you really like feel free to read them out i think uh, one of the like so of course one of the major uh, categorization of the responses was centered on what you just said on the education of men and young boys at a very young uh, and early age and uh, i would say a lot of lot of responses are are correlated with that but then there are is a segmentation of these responses also in line with you know to understand and accept the differences between men and women um uh, and they would be inherently different um and they fulfill different roles uh of the society but like this piece of puzzle that makes it together as a set big piece um so um some uh, like one of the uh, one of the one of the good responses that i feel is like there is an um it, it says acceptance from from males that there is an actually an inequality and empathy uh and now and and not downplaying the abilities of women um, women are an evolutionary different than men so there are pros and cons of being either genders and we must play to our strengths and when we play to our strengths is when we can achieve the most uh, um in in my opinion <laughs> um, i'm looking at yana <laughs> smiling yes yes, <laughs> yes like no but but mm -hmm. like like we 
we we always um i understand like yana is laughing because we have talked about it a lot because you can do whatever you want to do in life in general for everyone men or women or who chose not to answer all of them can do but in order to achieve or like be satisfied or or you know overachieve if you play to your strengths and understand your weaknesses then you can get resources and help on areas where you're weaker and that just makes it a whole faster approach towards an achievement or a you know successful whatever you're doing um and and i i learned this the hard way but i have limitations <laughs> so i i just hire those people now mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's my i mean what i feel akshay um so for example when we talk about male and female roles and we talk about that inherent thing that females have to sustain lives you know um in itself it's a very very powerful thing and of course males cannot do it but now at the, in this particular society i feel it is reflected in such a way that females um do not want to be pregnant they they want to postpone their pregnancy so they want to postpone their power of sustaining life because in some way it's not giving them happiness so i mean that's not the right way to do it i mean if you are if 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 males are feeling that this is something which is like if you say play or i mean um uh, focus on your power if my power is um not looked upon in a in a good way then i will not feel like it's my power with this i want to contribute with one perspective one once i was part of a discussion and it was being as well recorded you know uh and we we were having like a um forum around it and um it was about females being moms and how is it connect to maybe um you know how they're depressed and how does it um um come come along and one of the women she was contributing with her perspective so she was having two children already and she said that um she had them at a young age and um as well uh, she had them with a partner that if she would have decided to have children in her 30s she would not have decided to have it with this partner and as well that she might not um uh ha- she might not have chosen this partner being the that of her children like she she said i obviously love my children and i am very happy about it but that there was this social aspect in her case that said okay in um you know like um in my 20s i study and i build up something around it but when i get 30 or by 30 i should be having children so we were a lot discussing as well this aspect of the woman taking her right to not have children you know like taking this leave kind of uh that okay even the society is pushing me and i am getting to my 30s i still don't want to do it and um i as well believe that until you are 30 actually like if i reflect about my case uh i'm very happy i did not have children or i i don't ha- i still don't have children because um something inside of me was saying me it would not have been right 
you know, or I'm not at the stage where I want to be. So, uh, and who knows how it would have been if I had taken that step in my life, you know. Um, and by, to conclude this, I'm very happy I, I, you know, I don't have children or I have still this, uh, this time for myself to develop, to grow up and to see things from other perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, what do you have to say so, about this? Like from the male perspective that exactly, you Exactly, like so no, but like to exactly to to the to the point that Yana was saying. So before when I say play to your strength and power, I definitely did not mean that this is a power and you execute it immediately. Um uh but my my point was the power of choice um in, in this case. So since Yana just mentioned, like she could have this sort of a choice uh, of not having a kid or having mm-hmm. a kid. Um, um, and, uh, um, maybe this was the point that you were alluding to before when, uh, um, that some of the women really don't have a choice because the society pressures them, um, um, uh, to have it as early as possible because there is a biological time clock kicking. Uh, I mean, all those sort of things. And that's where the education comes in. Like one of the answers that, that we have predominantly in this point is that the education brings that giving choice i mean we are free world and free countries uh, and and the freedom comes with the given choice and this is was my uh, point of alluding um, before like women can choose not to have kids as well but society sometimes doesn't allow and education can mm-hmm. help i just want to add one point to it um even if females have choice for example and they want to have kids eventually like at whatever age they want to have kids that's ir- irrespective i think the setting that we have the professional setting that we have at the moment needs some changes in terms of the pers- perception we have about moms you know so that thing has to change that okay if if somebody is becoming a mom she will have undivided um she will not be able to give undivided attention to work or she will not be able to contribute as much because one of the powers females have is also multitasking and we can do that really well so please understand that and we can do that so <laughs> you don't need to worry about people about females not being able to do it i think i mean i've seen a lot of uh, female managers who are doing exceptionally well and are also moms so and i hope i everybody sees that so it's totally possible i think we need that change i agree with that and just to add to it uh in france for example this is very common mm-hmm. i have heard that uh women are at leading positions and at the same time they have a family and mm-hmm. it is being accepted Hmm. Yeah, it's changing. It's actually changing in a lot of, uh, and this is coming from companies' cultures as well. Like how do the, how do companies want to place themselves? For example, a lot of companies are also promoting um, a lot of um, females who are having families. I think it also comes from the fact that eventually, you know, it it comes from powerful positions taking that particular step when when things eventually start taking uh, start changing. So. Um, yeah, we are looking towards a more f- positive future, I would say. Um, things are definitely changing, but I think they just need to change faster. Or it's me being impatient. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I like so, your perspective though, Priyanka. <laughs> um, okay, so the last question is, what according to you is the reason for gender pay gap? 
And um, just to mention, out of 139 people who responded, 99 people have responded to this particular question as well. Um, a lot of responses, they are pointing towards, for example, the culture, the culture that they have, um, male dominance in the society. I mean, predominantly male-driven society. Um, patriarchy is also um, seen as one of the reasons um, that we have um, illiteracy is seen as one of the reasons some people are talking about stereotypes, sexism, history, um, biological role, uh, role, role cause, so physical strength of males. Um, yeah, so I mean, there are a lot of responses um, talking around a lot of topics which are predominantly, I think, known to everybody. Um, somebody says women have less, less opportunities to grow because once they get pregnant, they are often fired, which is like a very, very sad reality if it ha if it is still happening. Um, yeah, what do you guys want to say about it? I have a great, like, I have a great solution, I believe. Um, and this is as well done uh, from research on German universities by professor. And that is, for example, that uh, to women who are moms would share one position. So one position is shared by two females and they coordinate between them um, in respect of uh, that the responsibilities are met. So one full position would be performed by two uh, women. But isn't that increasing the gender basis. pay gap? <sighs> Um, I think uh, like so yes it's right like it's it's um, increasing the gender pay gap between women but um, it's dividing the responsibilities of job as well as home so um, and it, I, I think one to take it one step further it doesn't necessarily have to be split between two women it could be a men and women who can who are who you know a man who wants like a part-time job or want to take care of their baby mm. versus a woman that wants to take care of their family or, or baby so this just provides a possibility of splitting the time uh in a way where there's like both sides of responsibilities are happening um and um it has nothing to do with male or female but a possible uh, solution if they are okay with uh, uh reduced hours and hence reduced mm -hmm. pay uh, i mean but it, it it's for equal amount of work, it's equal amount of wages. That's the important case mm. here. Like, so for men and women being involved should be mm. the same. Yeah. I mean, um, what I think, uh, what I think can help with gender pay gap is number one, of course, uh, in the, in the process, uh, when, when the, in the recruitment process, first of all, I think gender, like anything which associates to, uh, what person you are should be completely eliminated. In that case, there would be no bias. So you would basically choose based on the on the merit that you see on the resume or, you know, what kind of achievements that person has made. The other thing that we I think we need to do is uh, negotiation. <laughs> I think we, we need to negotiate a little more. Um, we need to be aware of what what people are paid. There are a lot of websites that do that now. So you can get information on um, what kind of um, average salaries are there for specific positions. Um, yeah, try to negotiate, try to um, get on that. And there are a lot of countries actually which ha who uh, have banned um, from companies 
asking you to show your previous salary. So this becomes a problem because when you have to show your previous salary and now you realize that, okay, you're not paid well enough. Um, and if, if your next salary is going to get defined from the previous one, of course, you will not be able to negotiate. But a lot of companies now are, a lot of countries have had this rule where the companies cannot ask your previous salary. So um, if that's the case in your country, you are not obligated to do that. Don't do it. I mean, uh, then you'll be able to negotiate better, I feel. Um, yeah, I'm, and in general, be be confident about your, your um, about yourself, about what you bring to the table, you know, take, take that space and take that um, authority to say that, yeah, you're contributing and you're contributing as much as anybody in the organization. So I think that will. One, mm. Mm. I, I would, I would still, there are two things that I would like to add. Like, so there is this point of representation, you know, like the points or the whatever things that, we as communities want can only be done when you have the right representation at the right place. So if women have the representation in the top leadership communities of HR uh, in the corporate, then there there is a better chance to achieve uh, um, such uh, equality. Um, and the second um, that I, I feel that can happen re relatively immediately uh, is by allowing, by forcing employers to release the pays. You know, like, so this is a big topic in, in uh, big topic overall globally. I mean, I've lived in US as well as in India. Oh, sorry. I mean, I have worked in US as well as in Germany. And both of the countries, there is this taboo around how much do you earn question. And when when we discuss with each other, and then you you know like it is all always in the benefit of an employer uh, that <laughs> that that you you do not disclose uh, each other's salary, and we really treat it more personally. Uh, so. Um, it just makes more sense for forcing companies to make it more, you know, openness about who is whatever earning so that it, that is the only way we will know, because otherwise it's always a camouflaging activity that uh, that you that that you have to do uh, uh, so that, you know, it's not released out in the public. So when you can see it, then you can act upon it. Uh, I would like to contribute as well, and especially with the topic of representation so i do believe when more women are at the positions of power that the actual decision making is happening be it politically be it in the business sector then a better decisions for women will be the result because um, they will bring the topic of um, having children and what it brings uh, upon more into, into the spotlight and this would this would help um yeah female females in in this regard and when you when i was talking about the model that might have helped you know and this is so much promoted and then you caught me with this question priyanka i was actually reflecting more about it and i feel we do need new social models in regards of it you know when gtr um, as well some programs developed when women are being um, um, you know, um, recompensated. I think this is already happening, but in a way that they don't need to worry about it, you know, that they are taken care of and that we have this respect for moms, especially, because I feel 
like for me, in my perspective, uh, our society is becoming capitalistic. Um, and um, the real values, and this is the value of being a mom, are not well captured right now. So I am I, against that distress the woman is being happening, and this must change. Yeah, of course. I mean, it, it definitely has to change because, as I mentioned earlier, like, um, and there are a lot of guys who are of this opinion that um, you don't have to work. Like being a female just to be powerful, just to be, you know, uh, be able to um, in a, to be in a position where you can take your own respond, uh, decisions. It's not like you have to be financially independent. You have to feel that way. And that feeling will always come from people around you as well so if you're it's it's all about how your family makes you feel if you are a if you're a homemaker for example and if your husband absolutely appreciates what you are doing you are doing a good job in terms of raising your kids in terms of you know keeping everything in place at 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 home so if you are doing that and it's not a small thing it's a very very big thing a lot of respect goes to for example my mom um i think again what i am is because of her because she focused on my development on my growth um so i think just the thought process around what females are doing or for that matter what males are doing as well you should we should not demean stuff so if we are not demeaning things this equality discussion in itself goes away you know i really like what you said priyanka like um i would add to it that even when the family background is not there you know, and you see, you know, unfortunately, many women are with partners and men they would not have chosen if they, you know, were given the sh- choice, um, you know, especially if they marry very young. And I know it from myself. When I was young, I had no idea. I could not really choose uh, uh, the right partner for me, let's say, you know. It, uh, and now when I'm in my 30s and I'm getting to my 35, five fish let's say there would be different aspects that, that I value more and that are more important to me you know and this is bringing um, like getting more to light for me so I I believe that there should be new social models that are as well reflected in our politics and that are um, you know economically translated and that are financially recompensated without being worried about it that this should be part of our social models that is included because in the business matters um it might still be that and i can understand it uh, from the business perspective you know of course you are losing an employee kind of during this maternity leave so they they worry about it you know or they they think they cannot count on you and obviously when you are mom the first year of the child's development is very crucial so you would not as well like me as a woman I can imagine I would not focus uh, on my position the first year of the development of my baby you know so yeah as well if there is no family backup in those cases I feel it should be it's a political matter and there should be social models developed this is as well very crucial for our survival because you you can see that in western economies the um, women are not so uh, eager to get children you know we we are um, seeing 
many single households nowadays mm. Mm. yeah, yeah of course this is a very valid point actually ana um i think it's definitely something to be to be looked upon and worked upon mm-hmm. so now that we've come to the end of the survey um and it was a very very nice conversation that we had i think this topic is endless you can have as much discussion around it as you want to have but um yeah let's let's call this a day um yana and akshay before we close um the so the, the the discussion do you guys have any parting comments um on this whole topic i would just say that um, there we have come a long way uh, it's a it's a generation like our generation and the one before i have been in this transformational generation from defined roles and rituals in the past for men and women versus the def- like the new it world um, um that we um we have a new set of rules and respons- like certain re- roles and responsibilities which are now transforming um and there is a long way to go as well like we are far from equality at this moment uh but there are great people and people like you and us together who are actually care concerned and caring about this topic so until unless we have those sort of uh people growing more and more uh, i mean there is a day definitely that it will be reached um on the the women equality um uh, and gender equality will be reached from my point of view i see a lot of optimism um uh, because more and more women are getting educated and very well educated and we we see a big rise of of uh, women professionally women being in the, Uh, leadership uh, positions like Angela Merkel let's uh, think about it unfortunately she does not have children so <laughs> this is kind of a aspect um but but in my country Slovakia um as well uh, we are having a female president uh, for the first time in the history of Slovakia so there is definitely a change and uh, like from from my biography um uh, i would say men are supporting women you know um so there is a rising respect there is a rising understanding and um as well uh, from my circle i know many men who would be um prepared to be on the maternity leave and you know the women are taking the staying in her position uh professionally so yes I I see a lot of optimism and I'm looking forward for the I'm I'm happy to be part of this social change. I agree that it should be faster and I I wish for it, you know, because uh, the more I I see the corporate world the, the more I I face that it is a topic and it, it is a struggle. However, we are part of a social change, so I I see a lot of optimism. Yeah. I totally agree. I mean, um for for to conclude from my side I would definitely want to uh, acknowledge that I have some fantastic male uh, males in my life and not only from the point of view of them being males but also from the point of view of them appreciating who we are uh, a very big example is my husband himself he is 
super supportive with every single thing for him everything is important that's happening to me um and uh, both of our careers are important both of our lives and happiness are important to both of us um and all the decisions are taken why i mean we discuss with each other and decisions are taken in that particular manner so i feel um if this happens in all the households i think um it would be a better world thank you so much you guys for staying tuned in um and listening to the episode it was an extremely extremely fun conversation um that i had with yana and akshay wish them um the best and i will be calling it a wrap for this particular season i'm extremely extremely grateful and um thankful to everybody who was a part of it including you guys for listening to my episodes i will be recording the episodes for the next season as well um and they will come out really really soon so stay tuned until then um stay happy stay healthy keep thinking and bring the change that you want to happen around you thank you so much